Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable business development and marketing insights from legal innovators. Hello, and welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm here with Jacqueline Matarang, a pioneer in legal martech and the digital marketing space with over a decade of experience. She currently serves as Senior Marketing Technology Manager at Bradley. Jacqueline, so great to have you with us today. Thank you so much, David. I'm really excited to be here with you. Tell us a little bit about how your role contributes to the firm's success. So when people ask me what I do, I typically tell them that I help our attorneys understand technology, social media, and content marketing, and how they can apply these to business development and get results. So what does that really mean? I have been with the firm for almost four years now, and the four years that I have been here, I have tackled some pretty large firm-wide initiatives, such as a complete overhaul and rebrand of the firm's website, implementation of a firm CRM tool, and the launch of nine blogs, development of a social media and content strategy plan, and the implementation of a new email marketing tool, to name a few. So let's talk about the blogs for one. We have been strategic about our blogs and even launched an internal educational blogging boot camp to rid of our lawyers' legalese to help set them up for success. We now have nine blogs from zero and have continued to open new matters directly from our blogging content marketing efforts. Our team recently gathered our 2017 stats and our financial services blog had over 100% increase of unique visitors from 2016. I thought that was pretty impressive. So earlier this year, we had two high-profile partners who joined the firm. Before they joined Bradley, I already met with them via phone and email to help set them up for success. I work with them on their bios to ensure that their bios are SEO optimized, develop a 60-day actionable plan, which included a content strategy plan to position themselves as thought leaders in their practice and a contact management 101 plan until they receive our CRM system in a few months. So since joining the firm, they have been quoted in several media outlets, have authored several byline articles, and have produced client alerts and a video alerts, all of which we have identified to be their goals to reach their target audience in mind. Well, that's really impressive. I especially appreciate how you can tie a direct line between this blog initiative and new revenue for the firm. Yes. So that's the reason why I think we now have nine blogs and we are developing the 10th one this year because a lot of our lawyers have actually seen that direct success in getting new clients and opening new matters direct from our content marketing efforts. Well, that's really the challenge, right? Because we know that technology is an emerging area and yet drawing a line between those investments and a return on that investment can sometimes be squiggly at best. So I can understand and appreciate why a firm like Bradley would have someone like you in this role. Tell me, what trends are you seeing in legal marketing technology? That's a great question, David. There are two things that I am seeing and are continuing to evolve. So one, I recently attended the LMA Technology Conference West and heard Scott Brinker talk about the rise of a marketing technologist. So I'm sure there are quite a few of us who probably have heard this before. So this has also been the theme of the MarTech pre-con at the LMA annual conference. Given the number of marketing and BD techs out there, I think firms are starting to see the value of hiring marketers who understand technology and possess the marketing acumen. I don't think this is a trend anymore, and firms are really investing in individuals who have these skill sets. 
And I think in order for law firms to remain competitive, there will be an increasing demand for marketing technologists to leverage their marketing and digital marketing stack. The second thing that I think I'm seeing is that marketers are getting savvier when it comes to digital experiences. We're starting to look at our customers' journeys and experiences online and how we can enhance or personalize. There's so many touch points on how we can make someone's online experience now unique that we're spending more time to understand that. So wouldn't it be cool if a firm builds an outwardly site prioritizing the user's journey and experience and allowing that user to personalize his or her journey throughout the site? So here at Bradley, we have been working on a mini site, basically what I had just described to you. Um, and when we are ready to share, I think it's going to be pretty exciting to share that with the rest of everybody else. Yeah, that idea of the microsite I know is something you've done at past firms where you've worked. So it's exciting to see that you're bringing that forward at Bradley as well. But, you know, we're talking about law firms at the end of the day. Law firms are not traditionally bleeding edge when it comes to the adoption of just about any new concept, particularly technology. What do you see as the cultural barriers to tech adoption and how can we overcome them in legal? We started implementation and a rollout of our third CRM tool, which we rebranded as Bradley Connect last year. David, you probably have already seen me be part of the CRM panel at previous conferences before. Yes. And during the rollout, we realized how different generations of our attorneys are using contacts. So what is a CRM tool? It's a client relationship management database that would help us identify who knows who in the firm. So given this knowledge last year, we made tweaks to our customized and personalized trainings based on generation and practice. So younger generations, younger attorneys who are more tech savvy tend to house most of their contacts on their iPhones and in the cloud. We're educating them on contact management 101, especially if they are on track for partnership, and the importance of sharing their contacts firm-wide. I mean, you'll never know. Someone they went to law school with and probably not sharing with the firm-wide database could be a potential referral source or prospect of the firm later. could be great information to share. And during one of our lunch and learns, we've asked a senior attorney to talk about the importance of contact management and share examples. So last year, I was in our Nashville office, and one of our senior associates shared with me how he uses the CRM system as a relationship intelligence tool and basically shared the value of the CRM tool, especially when he is working with our partners. So that story is something that we're going to be sharing on one of our drip campaigns, targeting specifically our younger attorneys to help set them up for success later on. That's great. So tell me a little bit about the MarTech products and innovations that have captured your attention, not the ones so much that you're already utilizing at Bradley or maybe some of the homegrown solutions, but maybe some of the products that are out there in the marketplace that seem to be doing some pretty interesting things in terms of tech solutions and legal. So I have been looking at tools that would help our team and our firm with efficiency and productivity. Going back to basically digital and then customer experience and personalizing that, I'm also looking at those tools and platforms that would also enhance the user's digital experience. So those are also on my radar. While we may not have a budget to do a lot of these things, I always like to see what is out there to stay on top of things within and outside of the industry. I mean, there is one tool, I mean, I'm more than happy to name that, and it's Saros. And so it's pretty neat. You basically can take a PDF 
and then create a page out of the PDF and all you need to do is basically drop that iframe and then you can create a page within that and then drop that directly into your website. Qualtrics is also another tool that we've also been kind of looking at. Um, Qualtrics has some lead gen capabilities, so that's also been on my radar. Gwabbit, I mean, I've talked to Todd quite a few times, and that really is just to increase the efficiency and that productivity that I've also kind of talked about before. Um, Clearview Social, I mean, I've known Adrian for quite some time, but that also has been on my list just for social media advocacy, taking a look at that and how we can kind of increase that social media advocacy and then having our lawyers kind of share more on social media. In addition to that, what kind of things can we do to kind of gamify that so that we can increase that social shares internally and then have lawyers use the social media tools as part of their business development. So those are probably some of the tools that I've been looking at lately and then some of those tools that have been on my radar um, just the past few years. Sure. And I'm sure if we asked you the same question again in four or five months, there'd be a few others. That's such a dynamic space and there are new solutions entering legal and uh, showing up on uh, people's short lists all the time. Uh, so I think it's really helpful to get a sense of what other firms are looking at and why. So I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. So how would you advise a legal marketer who wants to become more familiar with the various products and technologies that are emerging into the MarTech scene? For anyone who is an LMA member, which is a legal marketing association, you probably know that they have a MarTech stake. ILTA is also building on their MarTech community. When I first started out in legal, I learned everything I could about legal and how law firms use social media through LMA. I highly encourage anybody who wants to learn more about marketing technology to check out these resources available via these associations. There's a marketing technology conference, and there's one on the West Coast, and there's one in the Midwest. These are great conferences to attend. They're very focused on marketing technology and then also on digital marketing. If you have not gone to any of these conferences before, and even if it is the only conference that you can attend, I highly encourage that you attend this conference. Build your network and reach out to somebody who is in this role. Ask that person to go out to coffee. This will really help build your network in the MarTech scene. That person could be in the same city as you, or maybe you'll see that you're both attending the same conference. Ask that person where he or she gets industry information about MarTech. I can tell you that I follow quite a few people within the industry and then outside of the industry on LinkedIn and Twitter. Figure out what is the best medium for you. Take on a project. The only way to learn about digital marketing in its different areas is to take on a project. So digital marketing isn't always black and white, and you must be okay working in gray areas. Volunteer to take on a project at work or maybe via an, an association. So this could be on maybe an SEO, social media, or content marketing. This will allow you to learn and then test out different theories. Scott Brinker talked about the T-shaped marketer at the Technology Conference West. Find out what that is. Google it. Um, you'll be a lot more valuable by having an array of skill sets while specializing in one or two very specific areas. And don't be afraid to geek out. So I'm very passionate about what I do, and I can sound a little bit geeky, and I'm not ashamed of that um, once I start talking about CRM and then websites sometimes. And so it's okay, I mean, to get kind of nerdy and then really geek out about some of those things sometimes. I hopped on a call before with Mary and John, Mary Tomorrow and John Witt, 
And I totally missed a phone call, and I sent them the calendar invite so that we wouldn't miss the call. And I told them, I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, I totally geeked out. I was on this Excel spreadsheet, and I was basically doing analytics, dropping in all the data from various sources. And then we all kind of made a joke about it, and I said, I think we're all basically a bunch of geeks. And then I said, in this role. So it's totally okay to geek out on that. And then lastly, I say this all the time. Ask questions, and don't be afraid to ask the question. No such thing as a stupid question, and the only stupid question is the one that isn't asked. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, Jacqueline. Um, for those who are unable for whatever reason, whether it's logistically or budgetarily, to uh, attend some of the conferences that Jacqueline just talked about, there are also virtual education experiences available. In fact, we're offering a new semester of the Business Development Institute with an emphasis on marketing technology, and Jacqueline's going to be one of our faculty members for that initiative. So look for more details on that in the coming months. I'm really excited to be part of that, David. We're excited to have you. So in the meantime, Jacqueline, thanks so much for uh, sharing some initial thoughts on the MarTech scene and your experiences and some of the things that you've been looking at. I happen to know that you're one of those people who is very generous with her time and her opinions. So feel free to reach out to Jacqueline if you've got a specific question. She can certainly guide you in the right direction if she doesn't have the answer herself. Chances are she does. Jacqueline, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time and your insights today. Thank you so much, David. This was so much fun. Thank you for listening to the Market Leaders Podcast. For more business development resources, visit ackertinc.com.